0: Hello fantasy managers, Alfie here, welcome to a full length draft fantasy podcast leading into game week 34. So we're over the blank game week hump and things are heating up. Uh, There are still double game weeks to come, of course, but don't worry, I've got Nathan in the studio to help me pick through the pieces. And of course, the secret journalist is on hand to offer his wisdom from within. Uh, The tactics truck is parked outside. Premier League, stab Nations ready to go. And more importantly, we have the clean sheet prediction forecast with a slight tweak. So you'll hear it's not just my crystal ball. There's also the secret journalist's crystal ball and Nathan's crystal ball so plenty of balls on offer let's roll that music The fantasy podcast. And and
1: it's live. It's live.
0: hello listeners welcome to the draft fantasy podcast it's me Alfie uh, alongside me keeping his place in the team the Jonathan Hogg of the podcast world it's Nathan Taylor hi Nathan hi <laughs> Boss. <laughs> Alright boss. Uh, so yeah, uh, so game week thirty three done. Do you know what? Should we hear the should we do the roundup first? Let's get straight into it. Get straight into the game week thirty-three roundup. <laughs> Another blank game week and another win for Liverpool just about as official Klopp beats counterfeit Klopp edging past the vastly improved Southampton. Same, same but different you might say. Leicester continue their impressive form and continue to entice fantasy managers into going all-out Leicester whereas others may be looking at Everton as they win again and keep another clean sheet against that away side who pretend to be Arsenal. Bournemouth lose again, Burnley win again, even Chelsea win again and shock horror as a Saha and penalty combo sneak an away win for Palace against Newcastle. Three clean sheets this week. Yes, only three. We've got Palace, Everton, Chelsea, uh, Assisting defenders, Pereira of Leicester, TAA of Liverpool fame, uh, Gold Kings, Jamie Vardy, who's in amazing form, and Eden Hazard, both with two each. Goal-scoring defenders this week was Phil Yelko. There was no penalty misses, there was no red cards, but there was one on goal, and that was by Ashley Barnes. This week's top players: Jamie Vardy, of course, Eden Hazard, and Phil Jagielka. Who'd have thought it? Top players overall: the usual Salah, Hazard, Sterling. Do you know what though? Fifth is Milivojevic. Is it? Ten goals from midfield. Ten, well, from (laughs) from twelve yards. From (laughs) twelve yards. Uh, but yeah, no one should be surprised. It was the same last season, and that's why he was in my draft. Because say so you had him high in your draft, I think. Yeah, and but it was completely reliant on Saha staying, because there was talk of him leaving, wasn't there? Yeah, yeah. And had he left, I would have just ditched him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you want some stats, Nath. Hit me uh, we got Eden Hazard has directly been involved in more Premier League goals than any other player this season. Yeah, yeah. So it's still a bit of a strange season for him, isn't it? 15 goals, 12 assists. Uh, Another stat for you. Phil Jagielka is the oldest player to score in the Premier League this season. Do you know what he is? Um, 37, is he? 36. Ah. 233 days. Halfway there. More than halfway there. Another stat for you. James Madison has now scored three direct free-kick goals in the Premier League this season. That's the most since who ooh. Beckham no Philip Coutinho ah, okay yeah that was only like the 2016-17 season you know also how, three ooh. do you know how many Ronaldo's
2: scored in the last five years the which Ronaldo Cristiano not fat Ronaldo no not in the last five years in the last five years <laughs> yeah one four so
0: oh, that's quite good because he's not very good at
2: <laughs> famous messi has got 20
0: uh yeah oh is really? <laughs> he yeah in five years yeah, there is some stats that favour Messi sometimes, mm. but yeah, I don't know. That's a conversation for another time. Uh, so yes, game week thirty three done. Uh, most definitely squeaky bum time. So first off, that pissed me off about. I'm going to just do rants now <laughs> okay. about game week thirty three. Was uh, was there was the fact that I drafted in both Johnny Evans and Harry Maguire, <laughs> and then uh, look at the team sheets on the day and Brendan Rodgers has obviously obviously dropped both of them. But um, I luckily managed to transfer Pogba for Vardy. So obviously Vardy That's came a in. great pickup! up two, yeah. yeah, two goals, one assist, and plus his form is crazy good at the moment. Uh, Milivojevic got a penalty for me, and Kurt Zuma got a clean sheet, drafted him, him in. Everton obviously changed their fortunes. So I maxed out a score, 46 mm. versus 43. I was lucky because uh, obviously uh, Rob Robson had Azard, which gave me a scare. Yeah, And also he had Dominic Calvert-Lewin, who got... A ghost assist. Did you see you got an assist? Yeah.
2: I don't really... I I know what an assist is, obviously. No, you know what a real assist is. But yeah, some like some assists get credited when you think, where's that come from? And then other times you think, Well that's definitely an assist for X player. Yeah. And it uh, they
0: don't get the credit for uh, it. But he kicked the ball forward and then uh was it Kalosinatch passed, yeah. passed the past the ball yeah. <laughs> to to uh to Phil Jagielka. and then I don't, anyway, so I was even well pissed off. So uh, that was my game week. How about you? Um, the last one just gone, not
2: good. I I couldn't pick up enough players to playing, and I got I got roundly thrashed. Oh. And then having, but that's having put all of my uh, put all of my chips on the uh, double game week. Managed to draw that sixty two all.
0: oh, that's nasty. Yeah, not good. Oh, that is
2: not good. So where are you the league now? Slipped down to third, but there's the top three have cut away from the rest of the league now. It's um, a three-way. three-way. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a, a big old three-way with three points between us. So, And I'm playing the team that's sandwiched in between myself and top. Uh, uh, how are your player points looking? Player points actually have improved recently. Since I've uh, been going a bit more tactically, my player points have improved, but I just seem to be not having no luck whatsoever. Yeah. Everyone I've played has had a blinder
0: in the last few weeks. Don't worry, mate, stick to it. Yeah. The podcasts will come through you. Yeah. Somehow. So uh, we've got a three-way thing in our league at the moment. So um, things are really hotting up, actually. So I'm currently top by one player point. <laughs> Not a point, a player point. So um, both Dow and I are tied on 69 points at the top, but I currently have 1,405 player points, and he has... 1,404. Oh. Yeah, right? And Moon is just lurking in third. He's got 66 points and he's he's ready to clean up, clean up from our mess. Yeah. Lurking. People, there's loads of like talk about cheating and like people want to do trades to help other teams who are playing me. Yeah.
2: I'm not surprised if there's some teams that are in the mid table with there not being a transfer window and you want
0: to really screw over someone. You could just... I mean, trade. It, it, I just want... You know, why can't everyone just play wholesomely? This is why I used to like playing Championship Manager. Computer never cheated. Wow. Well, yeah, it but, did. Yeah, yeah, it definitely did. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like FIFA. Yeah, so there you go. Uh, notable players this week, mate. Um, I mean, you could just name Leicester players, couldn't you? Uh, but Tillemans, he's got now... What well, he's got two goals. So he's got another goal. So that's two goals and four assists in the last six games. I mean, Vardy's points... Is yeah crazy. You've got the stats for Vardy. I don't have Vardy's uh, point stats. I should but have I know looked that, at them. But yeah, I we... know he's got like, he feels like he's got 50 points in the last 10 games or something like that.
2: Yeah, he's no, got. No,
0: sorry, five games or something. I don't know. He's got um, six in
2: six goals in six games and a couple of assists in there as well. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I'm glad I
0: got him in for the running. Yeah, because exactly. they look on form, don't they? Yeah. Other notable players Everton defenders. Five clean sheets from the last six games. And they've got Fulham this game week.
2: Yeah, they've come good. And also, clean sheets overall this season. I think Everton are joint third anyway, despite the fact everyone's thought they've had a dodgy oh, really? defence. I think they either completely implode. They capitulated at one point, didn't or they? Or they're fairly solid. I mean, they've got good. They've got a good goalkeeper. They've got, yeah. on paper, Zuma and Keane are great um, centre-backs. And they've got some mm. good full-backs as well. So clean sheets shouldn't be a surprise. It's just they seem dodgy, but... Apparently not. Mm. Stats don't back that up. Uh,
0: other notable players, uh, Watford players. Now, they've got a double game week next week. And uh, they've got good momentum, obviously, going on from the FA Cup, which could be the complete opposite of Wolves. Yeah. I always feel like I need to keep Wolves in check because everyone else keeps banging on about them <laughs> and everyone backs them. But, um, yeah... Be careful, that could be sticky, eh? That one. So, the form players for the last five weeks this is average points, not including bonus points. The goalkeepers, Pickford, obviously, mm. Edison, and Leno. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, defense, Dean, Coleman, and Valerie, Valerie. <laughs> Mate, he's hot at the moment. Yeah. Um, midfield, uh, Hazard, Sterling, and Tiermans. Uh, forwards, Vardy, obviously, as we just said. Uh, Jimenez. And Bobby Firmino, he's actually doing something. Yeah. So, yeah, good stuff, eh? Play. Any other players from you?
2: Um, the other players that I looked at is not so much in terms of form, but I think just picking out a player who could be crucial in the run-in now and one that might be available because he's not only started his first game the other day is hudson Doy.
0: Oh, yes, of course. Well, he started two in a row now.
2: Yeah, started two in a row. Um, He's now got nine, he's contributed to nine goals in his nine starts in all competitions this season, so Uh goals and assists. Mm. So productive player. And I think with Chelsea now deep into the Europa League and the Premier League in that race for fourth, I think he will get a few more games. He's unlikely to be picked up simply because he's not really played in the league much this season, Mm. but looks like he's got a point to prove and I think he could be someone who gets you some points. <coughs> could be the difference. Sorry, I just not mean to cough at that point now. Wasn't right. a
0: strategic cough? Incredulous cough.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's basically my uh, clue to too to Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think Sarri's just given up now, is not he? He's just... He's just playing it for last now, I think. He just thinks, well, what, what can I do? Yeah. But now, funny enough,
2: now his team's hard to predict, isn't it? Yeah, because now loftus like previously, the joke was that obviously Barkley would start and then Kovacic would come on yeah, on an hour or the other way around but Loftus-Cheek seems to have edged into that
0: yeah. trio.
2: Now. Yeah, Barker
0: came on got an assist,
2: didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, what about United, mate? They don't look good, do they? No, they don't as well. I saw an interesting stat as well, Premier League win rates. Mm. So Mourinho's, by the time he finished there, his win rate in the Premier League was 54%. is not that the best Percent? ever, isn't it? I've, uh, I'd imagine that old jock probably. Um, no, I'm pretty sure I, looked, I think it's one of those weird stats. Yeah, I guess maybe over time and Oh yeah, yeah cuz you can't look
0: at it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I I'm going to I'm not going to go out there and say that Jose is more successful than Sir Alex Ferguson. No. Cuz that <laughs> no, would I mean, be ludicrous. Say,
2: yeah. <laughs> but um Solskjaer is now on 50% as well, so he's dropped below Mourinho. I mean,
0: I can't see him being there past October That's next big. year. It's big. You think October? I say Christmas because I think they'll give him a little bit more time because of who is is. But Andy Orford, isn't it? Andy Orford, yeah. former player, come in. Oh, he saved us. Yeah, aren't you good? Next season, bit clueless.
2: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it just it didn't make the appointment didn't make sense at the time. But they got new manager. About I mean. After the state that Mourinho left that dressing room in, it's no surprise that they did bounce back and get a few results. But yeah, it just seems that that's starting to, that new manager bounce has really unbounced itself now. But mm. they're saying that they're probably going fresh um Barcelona in the
0: Champions League tonight. Oh, imagine that, eh? Yeah. I can't imagine that, actually. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll see. I think either he'll either do really well, which I don't think he will. Uh, but uh, yeah sacked by Christmas or they just see him let him see out the season and sort of thanks very much but there's an Argentine knocking at the door and his name is Poch
2: yeah I mean great news for Spurs that appointment because it does pretty, with Zidane going back to Madrid I mean you can't see Pochettino going anywhere else next season because mm. Spurs whole season at the new stadium with Pochettino they might you know they might even go and
0: buy a player Speaking of Spurs, isn't it nice that now North London has finally got a proper football stadium? It. I know. <laughs> <laughs> that one's for Ryder. Uh, yeah, so United, United are going to beat West Ham, though, aren't they? Never. Have they got presu- West. Ham? Yeah, they do.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Ne- never presume to predict how West Ham are going to do. No. When I was looking at clean, p- possible clean sheets for this week, I looked at that game, and I just. I don't know what West Ham team are going to turn up and you don't know what United defence are going to turn
0: up either. No. You could see Hernandez getting a goal. Not away from home. Anyway, hey, before we move on to secret journalist, part two, do you want a quick quiz? Yep. Yeah. they that more enthusiastic. <laughs> yeah, everyone always answers like that, like, yeah, all right, go on then. Do you want a quick quiz? I've got one for you, actually. Oh, good. Go on then. Let's do that then. Let's do that. That makes more sense. It's a tribute to
2: the referee and legend Mike Dean, who finally brought up the 100 in the red card club. Yeah. Although I, I just debate that because it's two yellow cards. To me, it's not a red card. Well, interestingly, because it's Mike Dean, mm. also that second yellow card was his 100th yellow card of the season as oh,
0: well. of the season.
2: Nice symmetry. So, 100th red card. He's sent off Ashley Young twice in his career he's also sent off five other players twice in his Premier League career oh Christ can you get at least two of them
0: Charles and Zogbia no Nobby Solano
2: that was his first Nobby Solano was his first a Newcastle player is one of them okay Joey Barton no used to play for Portsmouth Uh, are we meant
0: to be doing this later yeah I (laughs) know All alright we'll Uh, come back to that we'll come back to that okay (laughs) great well let's go and listen to the secret journalist now The Secret
3: Journalist.
0: Shh, it's a bloody secret. So hello, Phil. Hello, Secret Journalist. How are you?
3: I'm all right, Alfie. How
0: are you? I'm all right. Was it a fruitful game week for you? Game week 33, the blank game week, as they call
3: it. I I got got done. I got stuffed um, quite comfortably, to be honest. Um, Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll be honest. I'm, I'm just comfortable now with my little fifth place in the league. I'll just take that. That'll do.
0: But you've uh, you 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 snuck a really decent transfer in, haven't you, this week?
3: I don't know. I mean, I, I don't think it makes any difference on the rest of the season. But um, Dow came to me this week and proposed something, and I made a tiny tweet to it, and he he went for it. So I mean, I don't know. He's he's got ideas. He's he's got plans, and I far be it from me to stand in his way.
0: He gave you Gomez, Madison, and Saha.
3: Yeah. yeah.
0: For and you gave him who?
3: I gave him Mooney Harvey Barnes, and Shane Duffy.
0: I don't understand. He's, he's really going he, for the Brighton double game was, week.
3: He was desperate for Duffy. I think that that was the, the one that he was absolutely set on. Because they, obviously, I, I, as you well know, him and you are... Uh, chasing for the title in our particular league and I think he's viewing every single week now as as a crucial one and he spied that Brighton had two home games against Bournemouth and Cardiff and thought who's the defender that's the most efficient for them and I think he was just mad keen to get Duffy and so I kind of, I don't know whether I capitalised it on, on on it or not, but there was there was a bit of haggling backwards and forwards, and and so yeah, we we came to that arrangement. Like you, you know, you everything looks good. Like, you can you can read anything into what a transfer looks like on paper, but if Duffy keeps two clean sheets and heads a goal in, which is what he's very careful of doing, mm. then that could look like a great transfer for him this week.
0: So let's talk about this week. Uh, yeah. Game week 34 we're up to now. Oh, mate, squeaky bum time. Uh, some interesting yeah. fixtures, isn't there? There's a, obviously double game weeks for Brighton and Cardiff. So Brighton play Bournemouth, which is a very winnable game. Cardiff mm. play Burnley. And then they play off against each other. Obviously, apart from Duffy, which we singled out already, I mean, I was looking at maybe Neil Etheridge, the goalkeeper for Cardiff,
3: Um, Yeah, potentially. I mean, the thing you thing you you know, they don't keep many clean sheets because they're right down there at the bottom, aren't they? But they're scrapping for their lives. And Etheridge has been one of the beneficiaries of Cardiff not being the most efficient defensively because he gets a lot of saves to make. So there's a good chance that if they can at least keep it tight and not concede too many, then he might get an extra point for you. Out of a couple of those games, you might end up with three or four points out of him if he has a really good game. So, yeah, I mean, Efridge is a... Is a you no, know, he's a good player, is F-Fridge, So, yeah, I, th- I think he's worth looking
0: at. Um, Friday night... We have Friday night football again. Oh, God. So, this game we can spread all the way across to Tuesday. So, we have Friday night football. You've yeah. got Leicester against Newcastle. On Saturday, obviously, the keen fixture that most people will be looking at is Tottenham against Huddersfield. Yeah. It has to be a Tottenham clean sheet and lots of goals, right? It has to be.
3: Yes, surely. I mean that—that's the smart money. I mean, I know—I know Spurs haven't been in the best of form of late, although they obviously won at the new stadium recently. But you've got to imagine that they're going to absolutely smash It's mm.
0: Obviously, uh, Champions League this week as well. So, yeah, in yeah. terms of team selection, is—is um, is Danny Rose now the first choice left back?
3: Probably, I would say so. I think if it—if it was a straight-up choice in terms of you know, take any fitness issues out of it, or you take rotational things out of the games. I would I would say Rose is, is the is the first choice. I mean Davis isn't a bad player, but I just think Rose has got a bit more of it on him now. Uh
0: so Saturday you have Tottenham against Huddersfield. Um obviously Brighton against Bournemouth. I mean Bournemouth, are they gonna score again? Are they gonna win again? I mean <laughs> they totally we, we mispredicted their home win that they didn't get last oh, yeah,
3: week. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well um I don't know whether Bournemouth now see it as we're safe. We can't really challenge for Europe so we'll just drift now to the end of the season and kind of take their eye off the ball a little bit Um, so uh, yeah predicting Bournemouth results now is not going to be as as easy as it was first half of the season where they might have felt they had a little bit more to play for Um, I I would I would suggest that um, I would suggest that I mean look we've, we've mentioned it already about Brighton players and about the need to try and get Brighton players in this weekend I think the two teams they're playing, you Bournemouth and you kind of, I'd be I'd be piling all in on Brighton as opposed to players from either of those two sides.
0: Okay, so who are we looking at? Anthony Knockhart?
3: Well, yeah, Knockhart's been playing a bit more recently. And, you know, when he's on the pitch, he's always got a chance of doing something. He creates chances and he, you know, granted, not always the most advisedly because he can be a bit selfish at times, but he has shots, he creates chances. Uh, he's, he's worth kind of diving in on. Um, I mean, we've discussed Duffy, we've spoken about already, but their kind of defences at least in recent weeks, barring that Chelsea game that they played last time out, where I get the feeling maybe they looked at it and thought, we can probably rest players here because we're not going to get out of that game. Um, I think their first choice, sort of back four, tends to be Duffy, Dunk in the middle. And then they have Bernardo and Montoya. So it's just whichever of those players you might feel are worth picking up on. Uh, in midfield, we mentioned Knockout, but Bisuma plays quite a lot for them. Uh, David Proper is the other one. I think... Uh, What's his name? Gross is still not entirely fit. No, no,
0: exactly.
3: so, so really, I mean, they're they're the kind of players you want to be looking at. I think as much as we loved him last season for the recoveries, Dale Stevens isn't worth having <laughs> unless you just pick up four points this week.
0: A four points could be worth it's worth well, it, isn't exactly,
3: it? Exactly, exactly. So if if it's a choice between uh, you know a another midfielder who might only pick up a couple of points or Stevens, then it might be worth bringing Stevens in for just for just for shits and giggles. Hey.
0: Southampton Wolves. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Southampton now, obviously with Alpine Klopp. That was weird, wasn't it? Seeing Klopp against Klopp when Liverpool played yeah, Southampton. Yeah, yeah.
3: yeah.
0: I wasn't sure that was going to work. So uh, Southampton, the up uh, Wolves. Are they going to be affected by the FA Cup? I mean, is there what's going to happen to their season now? Is it just going to fall away?
3: I mean, that that's got to be psychologically that's got to be hard for them. What happened at Wembley? Because they're they've had a really really good season and they're. They're in sort of frame to be that kind of. I hate to, I hate this phrase, but this kind of best of the rest, as they call it, where you know you finish seventh, and that means you some sort of you know unofficial title as being one of uh, being the best side out of all the other crap that's in the Premier League. But they've had a really good season, and they probably saw that FA Cup thing as the way to cap it all off. And obviously, it just went spectacularly wrong in that last 15 minutes and then extra time as well. I, I think it could hit them hard. It could, it definitely could. And, and Southampton are still scrapping for their life, so I, you know Southampton might potentially get a result there. So, but but it's depend. Again, it's like I mean you you've mentioned it a couple of times. You know, your Valerie is is on fire at the moment. He might be a good person to pick up. Um, I think Hoiberg's a decent player for Southampton and appears to. To have kind of found his feet a bit more in the Premier League now, so he might be worth picking up as well. And Shane Long, he's scoring goals, so who knows? Maybe maybe it's time to pick Shane Long up.
0: So yes, yeah, so there was any other fixtures you wanted to touch upon or players and stuff.
3: Uh, the only the other team that I was looking at and thinking about was um, I mean you, you touched on it as a slightly you mentioned Fulham, but they've got they've got Everton. Um, at home this weekend, and Everton are starting to pick up a bit. I think everyone had kind of abandoned Everton a little bit uh, mid season because they just went through like this kind of awful run of you know losing games and conceding goals and just not being as, as maybe good as the amount of money they've spent suggests so they should be. But they've started to pick up of late and they're playing a lot better football and they look a, a lot tighter and more uh, efficient offensively. And I think players like Sigurdsson and Luca Dini are definitely players that... Yeah, you're smiling because you think I should say Dean, but I'm not good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, think, I think players like that, Sigurdsson and, and Dina, are players that are worth looking at now because they create chances. Uh, well, Dini creates chances. Sigurdsson does both. He, he has shots and he creates chances. Um, yeah, I, th- I, th- I think Everton are maybe worth reevaluating a little bit between now and the end of the season.
0: And defensively solid.
3: Yeah, well, yeah which they definitely were not...
0: Should we have your clean sheet
3: predictions? Yeah. Yeah, let's go for
0: it. Go on then. Who have you got? I, I'm not, I'm not going to lie to you, Phil. I'm still going over mine. It's very cloudy, Mike. Oh, I'm, okay. I'm oh, not well, going to steal your ideas, but I'm just saying you I haven't quite got sorted yet. Okay.
3: I'm, I'm going to fire these on out I'm going to go Leicester, um, no. Spurs. I'm <laughs> going to go Bright- Brighton times two. I'm going to go for a double clean sheet for Brighton, Man United and Watford.
0: Man United, you got West Ham, of course. So they're
3: they're my they're my clean sheets
0: Yeah, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
3: right, I see. <laughs> anyway, well, thanks, so,
0: mate.
3: Thanks no for coming not. in and doing that.
0: Uh, I hope you have a good game week. Uh, have you back to force? Yeah, you got you got Raheem Sterling back again this week for
3: yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Who, who just who is it? City are playing this weekend? I can't remember. Away to Palace. Away to Palace. Ah, right okay. Oh, that's interesting yeah I mean you'd think because he, he's he, they've had they've had a couple of little blips against Palace haven't they in the past so I think he might go he might think to himself he's got to be full strength against these lot
0: mate, Yeah, I think it's going to be 5-4 to Palace
3: <laughs> yeah. It's not, well yeah so. and I'm, I can guarantee three of them will be penalties yeah. thanks then mate
0: Um uh, have a good game week uh, I'll speak to you next week then mate
3: yeah speak to you soon bye bye bye
0: who are you? I'm afraid I can't release that information. Who are you? I told you already, I can't tell you. Please, just tell me who you are. God damn it, woman. I'm a journalist. So we are back. Welcome to part three. That was The Secret Journalist. Um Yes, yeah, so part three, Nath, do you want a stat? Please? Hit me with one. Stat attack. So, St- Sergio Aguero has now scored nine Premier League hat-tricks at the Etihad. That's the most by a player on a single ground. And that's bre- that broke the record held by Terry Henry at Highbury. Eight hat-tricks. Eight hat-tricks So, Highbury. yeah, the nine hat-tricks. Nine Premier League hat-tricks at the Etihad. Pretty impressive. He's going to be quite a player, that Sergio Aguero, I reckon. Yeah, one day, yeah. I think he's turning yeah. into a
2: good little player. Uh,
0: so, um, Sergio Aguero is Argentinian. But we've done Premier League stats on Argentinians, but Terry Henry, he's French. So we're going to do Premier League stats on France. Here we go. Premier League Stat of Nations for France. Premier League Stat of Nations this week for France. 30 Frenchmen have made appearances in the Premier League this season, but most appearances of all time Sylvain Distan, 469. Nicolas Anouka, 364. Steve Malbronk, 336. Top scores of all time Thierry Henry, 175. Nicholas Anelka 125. Louis Saha, 85. Most assists of all time, that's right. It's Terry Henry again, 74. Eric Cantona 56. D. Malbronk, 55. Most red cards, Patrick Vieira, 8. Eunice Cabal, 6. And Fred Quadro, 6. I'm pretty sure he got something for every week, actually. Most passes of all time, Gail Clichy, with 15,076. And that concludes your Premier League celebrations. for. And hit the woodwork the most Nathan
3: Which Frenchman
0: No Think about it. it makes sense this actually If you think about it, He's still playing Still playing well, Frenchman Well I say he's still playing He should be still playing Giroud Yeah 18 times he's hit the woodwork he does it it quite a bit, I think. Anyway, there you go. Oh, such is life. I've got tactics truck now, Nate. Got the truck parked outside. Did you see it on your way in? Saw it covered in... It's had a paint job, mate. Has it? Yeah, because someone sprayed cock all over it, didn't they? (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, never mind. Cock piss Townsend. Cock piss Townsend, exactly. (laughs) So let's do the Tactics Truck. Tactics Tactics Truck. truck. My guest on Tactics Truck this week is Tristan Hoban, a campaign delivery manager who hails from Manchester and a lifetime supporter of Itch Rich Town slash Man United slash anyone. He's currently the manager of the Camden Tumble and sits fourth in a head-to-head league of 11 that uses the draft fantasy format. Their league, the GC House League, utilises Conte points but not bonus points and is described by Tristan as a complete and utter dick dance. Hello there, Tristan. How are you,
1: mate? Very well, thanks, Alfie.
0: Uh, good. It's good to hear from you. I mean, uh, for those listeners, that we are in the same league
1: and uh we are
0: and you how are you getting on in that league (laughs)
1: Uh, very average fourth can't can't go third can't go fifth very very boring at the moment actually (laughs)
0: but
1: But you wouldn't have it any other way
0: okay right so now as a special treat for you i thought i'd treat you to the tactics truck oh nice are you ready to step in and smell the must of andy townsend (laughs)
1: Oh, I've smelt the last of Andy Townsend many times before, so yep, let's do that.
0: Okay, good. All right then, will you now please step into the Tactics Truck? Tactics Truck, Tactics Truck, i got a truck it's full of tactics, it brings me luck and you will suck, because you don't have a Tactics Truck. Hello, Tristan Hoban. Please tell us your tactics.
1: First up, Goalkeeper. Uh, Brazil's number one Alison Becker great goalkeeper for Liverpool um, acquired uh, in the the trade with Tom Ryder uh, I swapped out um, Kasper Michael and Sanchez for uh, Marcus Rashford and Alison Becker I think I won that one Defence so my defence basically you've got to start it doesn't matter how good you are you have to be a starter so uh, m- my starters are Smalling uh, Manchester United Ottomendi, who has kind of replaced company um, and is preferred to John Stones, I think. Laporte of um, Manchester City and Seamus Coleman Everton. I picked him up on a three. I don't know how I got him in a three but he seemed to have... He, he'd been done done alright in the last six weeks, really. And last night I picked up Fabian Delph because um, he was uninjured and no one else had picked him up and he's going to play Left back for City for the rest of the season. Midfield. Yeah, my midfield isn't great to be honest. Um, my my shining light is Christian Eriksen, who has been on and off the last well since I acquired him from you. Me? I think you mean Alfie. In the, the reverse trade shape of uh, Pogba and Salah for Eriksen and Laporte, so which for the first four weeks you, you benefited from that very very well. Um, I've got Alex Awobi because I think Awobi in, uh, in the Arsenal side is better than Mkhitaryan or Ozil, they seem to win when he plays and not win when Ozil, Ozil, however you pronounce it and uh, Mkhitaryan play and then I've got Brooks of Bournemouth and I picked him up yesterday and I don't know how I did because he'd literally been released to the waiver market I, I found a glitch in the matrix Right, my front line is uh, Marcus Rashford, who is currently showing as a yellow and uh, Bobby Firmino of Liverpool. Firmino's been awesome the last six weeks. Rashford's been injured, but I snapped up uh, Lorente last night off the basis of seeing Harry Kane try and do Fabian Delph and come out second best. Potential for Lorente to start against Huddersfield on Saturday or Sunday and he likes bagging against pretty average clubs so i mean he only gets to play in the uh, coca-cola cup anyway so huddersfield is pretty close close to that to be honest any other tactics uh just to have the shiniest team in the league to be honest like i'm not a big fan of having anyone below the the, the top six in my team so if they're a big name and they play for a big team i'll pretty much sign them if they're on the waivers of the three it's probably not the best tactic but it's nice to look at so uh yeah you know it's it's done me all right for fourth thank you
3: tristan hoban you are a true friend of Andy Townsend. you may now
0: step out of the tactics truck Tactics Truck, Tactics Truck, I got a truck that's full of tactics, it brings me luck and you will suck, because you don't have a Tactics Truck. So thanks very much Tris for that, did you enjoy the Tactics Truck and all its smells and how it looked and everything?
1: It was a lovely experience, hes uh, he needs to update his technology, it's a bit uh, Aston Villa Muller Yogurt 1992, but uh, other than that, yeah it's been brilliant mate.
0: Fantastic stuff, well good luck this game week, uh, who have you got in our league by the way?
1: Uh, average
0: team, but Oh, average. The faceless warrior. Mm. The face, yeah, definitely. All right, well, good luck, mate. I'll speak to I'll send you some abuse on WhatsApp. No worries. See you in a
1: bit. Thanks. You thanks, bit. thanks, Alfie. Bye. Bye.
0: And he's gone. So that was Tactics Truck, and that was part three. But coming up after this is part four. back. This is part four. Uh, Nathan, yeah. well, should we do the answer to the question? But this is a question you asked me.
2: Yes, yeah, so I asked you about Mike Dean's red card records. Mm-hmm. He sent off six players in his career twice in the Premier League. One of them was Ashley Young.
0: Can you guess any of the other five? <laughs> right, okay. Rude Van Nistelrooy. No. Uh, Sergio Aguero. <laughs>
2: no, but you're a couple of strikers are in there. Um two Terry all, Henry. No, two all-time greats. Not, one played for Portsmouth.
0: Don't make me say Rooney. No. Good. <laughs> um, one of them played for Teddy Sheringham. No, played for a lot of clubs, including our club. Andy
2: Cole. Yep. <gasps> really sent him off twice. Yeah. Fernando Torres sent off twice. Wow. Richard Dunn twice. Ah. Oh. And then. Well. Is there one last one? No, there's two more. koshelny Okay. And then the other one you'd never have guessed in a million years. Allegedly played for Portsmouth. What do you mean allegedly? Well, when I when you get the answer, Mike Williamson.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Newcastle Defender. Right, Nate. Upcoming game week fixtures of game week 34 here we go let's have a listen so we've got friday the 12th of april we got friday night football we've got leicester against newcastle saturday 13th of april tottenham against huddersfield brighton against bournemouth Burnley against cardiff fulham against everton southampton against wolves man united against west ham sunday the 14th crystal Palace against man city in that five five thriller uh, liverpool against chelsea a big one apparently and Monday the 15th Watford against Arsenal and finally Tuesday the 16th of April the biggest game ever it's massive it's Brighton against Cardiff yeah so I'll tell you what let's do the clean sheet prediction forecasts this is going to be uh, mine and yours and also Phil's clean sheet prediction so Phil the secret journalist he of course you may have heard he has gone for Leicester Spurs, Brighton twice, Man United and Watford. Nathan here has gone for Leicester, Spurs, Cardiff once, Everton and Manchester City. Whereas myself, I've gone for, of course, Leicester again, Spurs, Cardiff once. I'm doing Everton and here's the curveball, Southampton. I just don't know why. And there you have it. Clean Sheet Prediction Forecast. Clean, clean sheet, sheet Prediction, prediction, prediction forecast. forecast. Yeah, so make of that what you will. You can choose who you want to listen to, if any of us. Uh, bear in mind, uh, it's interesting that myself and Nathan haven't chosen Brighton for any clean sheets here, whereas a lot of people are going big on Brighton. So, hey, that's up to you. Uh, obviously, no Harry Kane this week, Nathan. No. Yeah,
2: dilemma for me because he's my top draft player um i've kept him in despite all of the injuries this season because he does get points but now mate he's gone the way he went off
0: last night you can't see him playing again <laughs> there was no hesitation he a, just he, went fuck this he, him off it's like when you go go out for for a beer and you just have one more where you go i've just got to fuck off yeah and you Whatever. just backdoor it don't tell anyone yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah um so but no one's gonna
2: trade. like who's gonna trade me kane
0: and no, who am i gonna get it's just him, mate. i've just yeah i i, I trade i you know i was a little bit j- joyful uh, State <laughs> that sounds bad, but it's because I traded in Lucas Moura before before that happened. So now he's definitely, hopefully, going to start. Yeah, or it could just be Lamela, like you know. Uh So yes, Lucas Moura, or is it time to get the big man in? Lorente, Lorente, yeah, the low rent a striker. Weird thing for Spurs
2: is that actually it could be a silver lining in the league because they won, I think, all of their games last time Kane mm. was injured with Son playing. But you could argue they got
0: better when he off the pitch yesterday. Yeah,
2: you could You could argue. I mean, he, that's not to do down Harry Kane because no. he is a great player. But I think it's just a tribute to how well Spurs have done over the last few years. Mm. They've grown into a team that can play without Kane. And sometimes when Kane's in the team, they look a bit one-dimensional. That Everything has to go for him. Maybe yeah. a bit more variety
0: when he's not playing. Hmm, food for thought, food for thought. Okay, before we go, Nath, uh, there's time for your Kevin Keegan question. So, Kevin, is Benjamin Mendy going to be back in the Man City team for this game week? No. Ooh, no, really? Who's he going to play instead?
2: Anyone. I, th- I think Mendy's finished under Guardiola.
0: And for Christ's sake, Nath, I've kept him <laughs>
2: the whole season... <laughs> Oh, the guy prefers social media and going out to playing football. I don't think... But apparently he played really well. He played really
0: well the other week. Uh, yeah. It was it FA Cup? I just want him for at least one game when he racks up 13 points and ticks me over the edge. <laughs> good. Thank you very much, then. We'll see you all again soon. Next week, we'll be back with our little... Um, what do I call it? The bonus brief. Yeah. Thanks, then, guys. Have a good Game Week 34. We'll see you next time for the run-in. Take care of yourselves and each other. Bye. The Draw Fantasy Podcast.
1: And, and it's live.